Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 44th episode of the Poker Guardian podcast. I'm OK J Love, and I'm here today with Zachariah. Zachariah, thank you so much for having me on today. Hello, everyone. Hello again. Thank you for uh, having us, Julian. My pleasure, man. It's been, I think the last time we did an episode was the first time I ever did an episode with Poker Guardian podcast, and that was well and truly over a year ago. So a lot of things have changed since then, um, but it's really good to be back. I was very excited when you asked me to come back on. Yeah, it's been since Legends Arceus, I believe. Brilliant Stars, something like that. Oh, that is a really I long, believe. that was a very, very long time ago. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I agree. <laughs> Too long. Too long. Too long. It's a good episode to come back to, actually, because, uh, I mean, a lot has happened this last week. We were meant to do this last... We were meant to do this two weeks ago, but we decided to hold off because of the Japanese Champions League. And I think we should have thought about that a little bit more because Pokemon Day happened. So it would have been silly to do this before Pokemon Day. But now that Pokemon Day has yeah. happened, we've got a lot to talk about. So pretty excited for today. Of course. And uh, we have our card pickups. We're going to do our card pickups. Now, you asked me... I mean... I remembered right as we hit record that we have to do this. And it's funny because when I first came on the podcast, it was in a period where like people were going crazy over Japanese Pokemon cards. And I think I was buying more than I ever was at any period. So I had them everywhere. Um, but for this segment, I had to go and get them out of my binder. And I had to think about what the last cards I picked up were. So do you want to, you show yours first. I'll show, I'll show mine second. Okay. You go. Absolutely. No problem. Um, this actually is more of a recent topic because I find it funny to show them off here as well. I uploaded a video yesterday to show you off that um, this, all these cards from Padin Fates. Saw this. This is below five euros, even less, even four below four euros, and this is actually a discussion on its own, right? It's just. All 50 cents, 50 cents, 30 cents. That's crazy, though. <laughs> yeah, this one, you know, I, I I anticipated that it will be cheap, right? Because there are only four or no, three even in the set. But uh, if you told me four years ago that um, fuller supporters like these would become below one euros, I, I would just laugh in your face, mm. personally. Um, now we are at this stage now, and it's just absolutely insane that... Um, such a market is going on right now, especially after the, the three years of continuous success of Pokemon card game. Yep. And uh, now we're in this, uh, <laughs> this market, which is absolutely insane to me. But other than that, uh, on the topic of Padilla Fates, I picked up the penny as well. Um, I picked also up in Japanese. Sh- should have showed it off as well, but as everything, also, everything is in my channel. So, uh, with properly, uh, close ups as well. Very happy with it. Um, other than that, my friend went to a convention last weekend and he picked up something very special to me. Mm-hmm. This Ooh. is something you likely have never seen. This is Portuguese. And what this is, is uh, essentially a very small deck of like 30 cards. And it includes a Portuguese, in this case, a Lugia. That's uh, so forces. Cool. That's really cool. It is really cool. And it includes a poster, a small guide, and this is actually before, I don't know if you know the distributor and the producer of Pokemon cards in Brazil. It is called uh, Copac Brazil. This is actually before they uh, took over, it was by Devir. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's Copac now, but I didn't think they were doing it back then. There was a time indeed that Copac was not doing Pokemon, and uh, it was they are actually the distributor and the printer as well, I believe, not sure. But that's very cool. And that's uh, that's all my pickups. What did you pick up? You got some good friends, bro. That's a very... Uh, I can't top yeah. that. I think sentimentally, that's just like an epic yeah. an epic pickup. It, it, is- all also, yeah. it all comes down to investing as well. Not necessarily, you know, give and take. I, I, I also bring my friends nice gifts. And, you know, they don't have to give anything back, of yeah, course. Yeah, that's friendship. But that's just friendship. Uh, of course. Yeah. It's awesome if they do. And uh, that's the way I just uh, see it. Yeah. No, you're very lucky, man. My pickups, they pale in comparison. I um, I mean, I've been on a bit of a vintage pilgrimage the last six months or so. I guess since coming back from Japan, um, since coming back from World. So 
<laughs> a lot of my mail is still sitting in Japan. I'm notorious for this. But one card that I did pick up that I felt like I... Because I just wanted to see these firsthand. I should get the camera in focus. Um, was the the Gouging Fire EX. It's one of the new cards. This one is from Wild Force. So I did want to pick up like one of these um, when they released. So I think I would have paid about 50 Australian dollars or 5,000 yen. Which is funny because it's like much less than that now. Uh, but that is like... As a price, I'm more than happy paying, you know, even if it shifts by about 10 or 20, because the card is just so cool, and I really wanted to see these um, in my hand as soon as I possibly could. And it's by Tezero, who's like one of my absolute favorite artists from the last three or four years. So he, well, Tezero actually drew the other, um, the Walking Wake and the Raging Bolt EX special art from that set too. So I bought That's that. That's so cool. And then, I, and then I pulled it when I opened up a box as well. So I have two now, <laughs> which I can't complain about. You know, it's a card I was going to have two of. It's a card I really like. So you can't complain on doubling up, essentially. Not at all. Yeah. And, and the price on the market is, again, a topic on its own, really, is just uh, that, that low currently. Um, this would have been a 6,000 yen card any day, two years yeah. ago, minimum, yeah. even more. More than that. Yeah, for sure. I actually picked up the other two today because I think they'd gotten to that, you know, 30, 40 Australian dollar point, which again, I just want to see these cards in hand. I'm not going to open up any more boxes of that set. Just figured yeah. that's the time to do it. Plus we've got Temporal Forces literally what? I think it's almost like three, four weeks away now. So it's very close. I'd say, I say it's about three weeks ago. Three weeks to go. Pre-release in a couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah, I know next week in Australia, we've got pre-release weekend, so... Um, the English versions of those will be coming out very, very soon. That's pretty cool. Tempo Force. Cool pickups, yeah. man. Same to you. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Let's get into uh, the first topic of discussion today, which is very... Well, I was going to say uh, contentious. Well, it kind of is. I think people are kind of split on this one. They're kind of torn on how they feel. Because on one hand, it's really exciting. On the other hand, it's uh, one of those changes that it makes you a little bit cautious about the future. We are, of course, talking about the Pokemon TCG Pocket, the new app that was revealed during Pokemon Day. This has been in development by Creatures. Uh, I believe Dino is working on it. It is an in-house app. It is the first of its kind. Um, well, the reason why I say that is because it's being developed by Creatures. So if you missed the Pokemon Day announcement, Zachariah, do you want to explain it to the audience for us? What happened? What is of this? Of course, right? This is, a uh, again, a new mobile app. It's free to play, or what they call it, free to start. <laughs> uh, there is, again... That's uh, how it always then, begins, isn't it? <laughs> of course, right. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, uh, again, a mobile app. You, uh, It's a different version than the actual game, slightly modified. And there's also exclusive cards in there that are full 3D, right? They call the new feature card Immersive Cards. And these are cards you would never replicate on paper, right? On cardboard. That's how they went with it. And that means new exclusive cards that we likely are not going to ever see on real cardboard. Uh, who knows in the future they may, they may bring some uh, promotions, right? For, for this game. Uh, but also it, uh, you will get two free booster packs every day. In the beginning of that, free to start. I don't know how they are going to manage that. I assume people want to pay for more packs. And also, it's coming 2024. There's no date mentioned. And uh, of course, iOS and Android are the main platforms on which it's going to release then. Not sure if tablets are included. That's not being disclosed. Uh, it could be. I, I assume it will, right? Um, I think anything, also, uh, anything that can run an yeah. app is going to... Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But really, I, I personally, I'm going to the opinion section already. <laughs> but let, let's wait for my opinion, right? And yours as well. Yeah. Um, DNA is the, the developer of Pokemon Moss EX. And that app is going, from what I've seen, doing very well. They are already on a fifth, uh, almost nearly fifth, fifth anniversary already. So uh, that takes a lot of uh, success to manage that. Five years already, can you imagine? So they know a lot of 3D. Um, Creatures also knows a lot of 3D as well. 
So I think this is a very natural collaboration, honestly. That's all the discussion. Uh, but honestly, um, yeah, well, let, let me talk about the, 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 the rules. So what they actually said is they will, uh, add some new rules. Yeah. So we know what that the, I've game, seen. the game fundamentally, it's like structured around the way a traditional Pokemon card standard, as we call it, um, TCG works. Uh, but there's a few twists to it and it looks like it's going to be a lot faster, which makes sense because this is a, you know, to be a pick up and play app, something you can do when you have five or 10 minutes of vital time. Which is good. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was your cue, Zachariah. You were meant to go on there. No, well, we, which is which is good, right? It's okay because because it's good and bad, right? And this is where I feel like, well, as a a lot of players are kind of like divided right now because it's a great way to get people interested in playing Pokemon, but it's so drastically different to the standard format. Well, it's it's going to be because it's a controlled format with different cards that it's gonna in a way divide the player base so like you're gonna have people that are like casually playing this app that may very well transition over and play pokemon tcg live the actual standard format um but then you may not at all you may find that that it's too difficult or it's it's so drastically different to what pokemon tcg pocket is presenting to the player that it doesn't carry over that's one side of it the other side i guess well where were you going with this? Sorry, I forgot what you were even saying. I'm a terrible host. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm a terrible co-host. No, pro- no problem at all. No, what I, what I wanted to say is that, uh, again, like we already said, uh, this is going to be streamlined uh, rules yeah. yes, based on a classic TCG battle system. So that means, indeed, this is not going to be the, the, the game we know. This is like a watered-down version of it. People were saying, and like, again- dual links, right? It's, yes. it's kind of going to work like that. As far as I'm yeah. aware, we don't know like the way that this game works yet. We're just people are just assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we don't know anything. We don't uh, know anything. Really. But yeah, we see some hints of that. The, the for example, the bench is going from five to three. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a point system based instead of uh, a price card system based. But we don't. See, we only see some visuals, not necessarily hard information, and. Yeah, honestly, this is from what I, my opinion is that they should have done uh, a classic mode, really, like a played in, in a traditional way that it should have always been, or legacy mode, as if, if you wanted to, um, right, make it better. Um, so that, that doesn't overlap with the actual digital life. And then also you can have this uh, pocket mode, like you say, which is nice for fast and quick battles and casual battles as well. But I am not in charge of this uh, yeah, project. Yeah. And this, <laughs> so I, <laughs> this is just like one aspect of, yes, of the app and like yeah. its implications for, um, the Pokemon TCG. Well, there goes my mic. Yeah. Um, the Pokemon TCG as a whole, cause we're only talking about like the playing side. There's the collecting side, which we're going to, well, as like a Pokemon card collector, there's that aspect of it, which I'm sure we're going to jump into shortly. But yeah, the play side is kind of weird. And this is where like, um, I guess like really competitive and like really active players are kind of like frustrated um, in that we're getting this completely new app that looks like significantly better than Pokemon TCG Live. Um, it, It like presentation wise, like looks phenomenal. Which isn't hard <laughs> when you're comparing it to Pokemon TCG Live, but comparatively looks much better. Um, is being built in house as well, so yes. is being developed by creatures and Dina who have uh, DNA who have experience with apps. So like a pretty, uh, a pretty well trusted developer, an experienced developer, and proven. It's kind of a little bit disappointing if you're a competitive player because you're seeing this new app, which is a totally different format, getting so much love. It's going to bring in a lot of players, and then you're seeing your app, the way that you play standard, and you're just like, well, why can't we yeah. have that? <laughs> yeah. Also, what I think is there are some uh, limitations. Of course, they have, uh, they're going to be global as well. So, Japan, Korea, Ch- I believe all the other uh, European la- uh, languages will be supported. There is going to be limitations if they wanted to make a game like, hey, 
and for in this case, we haven't even touched on the cards that mm. are being revealed as well. There is some legacy cards in there, right? Like a trophy Kangaskhan card, right? The, the parent and child uh, tournament prompt. That's in there. That never got a global release, mm. only being a Japanese exclusive release. And what if they wanted to make, right? I'm sure that idea passed, was in their discussions, of course. Let's make a legacy app with all the old cards. Oh, but we need to globalize the, the Japanese cards as well, vending cards and you name it. Uh, it's all possible now because there are no limitations. And I think that's how the way they went with this project. Hey, we have a bunch of art. Uh, we can globalize everything. And how are we going to package this in one nice application globally, mm. right? Because that's what they really want. And number one is, you know, they want money, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, how they want the project. And I think let's just wait and see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They are, they have tons of experience and they have watched other, you know, Konami, uh, Magic even and, and whatever, uh, company. Let's, do our best and with all this experience and talent in house as well, like you say, they can build cards from scratch now with mm. creatures and DNA. I don't know if you've seen uh, the immersive cards videos on that. Uh, I they think let's cool. talk about it more. Yeah, they look yes. great. So like there, there, there was one specific card that was revealed or shown as part of the app, uh, which is a Pikachu, and it, you kind of like yes. go into it. So it's a Pikachu EX. It looks great. The artist. Is uh, not on my screen, which is annoying. Atsushi, Atsushi Furusawa. Is it Furusawa? I thought it was Ryota. Oh, no, I, uh, was it? <laughs> that, that's I'm so pretty bad sure it's... Um, no, you're right. No. It's Ryota Murayama. Yeah, yeah. Ryota Murayama. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, so, I'm very sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> Don't apologize to me. I'm not Ryota Murayama. You're good, bro. Don't stress. <laughs> so... This Pikachu EX is illustrated by Ryota Muriyama. And you'll see in the video, if you haven't watched it, go and check it out. It's the Pokemon Presents um, from the 28th of February. You sort of like go into the card and there's like a, there's a Ponytar. There's a few other Pokemon there as well. So it's cool. It's a great concept. The card that you see, or like the Pikachu EX flat before you go on the card alone looks great. And I think that's kind of where like collectors are like, oh, I don't know about this one, man. Because... If cards like that, which look great, are stuck in the app, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but, like, you want to... I mean, I personally, like, want to see them physically. You know, I like I like seeing a card, holding it. If not the card, like, a print of it in a magazine or something. It's, it's way too early to, like, be like, oh, my God, we need to have... Oh, my gosh, you know, we need to have these cards, like, be released. Like, we don't... Need to get up in arms about it yet, but it'll be, I think, just a missed opportunity, which I don't think they'll miss. So, yeah, there's going to be an old discussion now. Hey, uh, if trading is also implemented, right? Global trading with everyone, will this be kind of an NFT based stuff? Yeah. So you're getting two packs that, a day and then you can trade with other yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think people will treat it as NFTs or something like that, right? Digital. If, if this, I, I really doubt that some of these cards will make it over the actual game, right? Uh, because there, there's really no way to release them properly, right? Because, for example, Childhood EX, sorry, but that's going to be in stuff like uh, uh, Battle Academy, but it's already releasing, right? Yeah, we're for talking example, about like the Lapras, the Moltres, the Meow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally can could see some of these, right? For as an introductory, hey, the promo uh, here's the car app is released. Let's release these four cards as uh, nice promos, right, to celebrate the launch. Yeah. But in no way are they going to release every single card of these in the the, the real card game. It's just out of the question. I agree. It's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible. I but, think it, um, it wouldn't make sense as well because you go and look at any Japanese um any set that's been released in Japan, any English set either. And like, this is internationally as well. International sets are a little bit, have less uh, identity cohesion, right? But they still have some semblance of it. I think if they were to release a set based on Pokemon TCG Pocket, it would be all over the place. Cause like, yeah. you know, while those, the Lapras, the Meowth, the Moltres, the Pikachu, they look 
great. They're so different. There's no theme between them. So like releasing them as a set would make a whole lot of sense. I think you're right. I think if anything, we see them as promos. Um, a little, and a little they all have line. they all have different templates as well. And no way are they going to, you know, th- there would have been an issue if they were going to release all these cards one to one as the the real the deal, right? And yeah, I think for for what it is, I think it it will likely succeed. It's just how it is, right? If anything has any worth, right? Any real life value, digital or real. It does exceed. <laughs> I think we're uh, the, too the, the, far, though. I don't know about that. Yeah. See, this is the other thing, because like, you were mentioning like, NFTs and stuff, and I've seen people talk about this a lot, like the cards having values in the app. I, and, and you know, when I start thinking like this, I'm like, am I like a hard mega boomer now? Like, I think about, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, there's just no way. Like, I, what? Like, the, the thing is, right? Uh, uh, sorry Ow. to interrupt you. Go, go, go. Pokemon no. t- Pokemon trading card online had an actual market, secondary market That's around true. it. Yeah. And That's true. <clears throat> for example, Ultra Ball, Gold Ultra Ball from, for example, Plasma Freeze. It, it, it was worth 50 packs, for example, or even more at this stage before it uh, died you're right. down. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So people will always treat it that way. That's my opinion on it. Um, if it's going to be more than actual game, I doubt it, right? My, dude, you're getting me sucked in now. Now that you mention, now you say that, I'm like, he's right. I'm going to have to be on this day one. I don't want to get caught slacking. And not Open your this- two packs. <laughs> well, we, we don't know anything about getting extra packs beyond those two packs a day. I'm sure in some capacity, you're going to be able to get more packs, whether it's- I'm, I'm sure they will. Like yeah. rewards playing, um, you know, win three matches or- whatever yeah or even tournaments tcg online actually cool. had tournaments cool. yeah and it costs uh, in in game money of course which you could obtain via various ways that's right you but would collect coins and then you could enter yeah i think they will share it's their game there's got a lot of potential right. yeah there's a lot of potential yeah. and now again like you say everything falls into place with tcg life why what it was being nerfed it's my theory and your theory as well I think we know now why why it was severely, uh, yeah, undertoned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know we but, know um, now that this was always a well. We know that, yeah. and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but as far as I understand, TCG Live is developed in house by the Pokemon Company International. Yes, right. Yes, which is before. Yeah, it was. Yeah, before it was outsourced, before wasn't that, it? Yeah, before that was outsourced to a studio. That's right, and. They, yeah, of course, right. They, they will they would maintain the game with yeah. updates and and fixes, but in no way are they going to develop more stuff for free. No, it's but, just how it's going but to. But that be. outsourcing was uh, initiated and that was driven by TPCI again. So there's, this is no like no input for live or TCGO. PTCGO has come from uh, creatures at any point, which is like the one of the main arms, you know, Pokemon Japan. Yeah. So. Yeah, we know why that was happening. Why there was no extra help coming. Well, I think it's pretty safe to say why there was no extra help coming from above TBCI because this project was in the works. And honestly, I mean, this is going to sound crazy, right? But, <laughs> look, okay, okay. Uh, no, I don't want to get too crazy. I was going to say I prefer this over live. I prefer this over live, but I would prefer if this had a version of live in it, of, of standard in it. You know, yeah, that, that's yeah. the best outcome, you know. The classic mode. Yeah, yeah. the classic mode, right? Yeah. I think, um, I don't think it's asking too much. I don't think it's asking too much. Honestly, um, if, if many people just take this as feedback, hey, I like the cards, uh, this alternative game, put the classic mode in there yeah. as an option. I don't think that's asked too much, right? But, Honestly. Like, the, the infrastructure's there. I like... I mean, if I, okay, if I was working at Creatures, you know, if I was calling the shots there, let's say I la- they launched this game and you hit, I don't know, what's a, what even is, I, I don't play that many mobile games, right? But what even is like a good um, amount of users actively playing a mobile game? You know, what, 10, 20 million, 30? Wait. Something like that, yeah. Right, okay, so let's say this launches within a year, 20 million active users playing, yeah, right? Well, if just 10% of those, right? 
they add a classic mode and 10% of those get interested in playing standard format Pokemon. And then you got 2 million new users playing standard format, which is like crazy. So, I mean, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that, that this is like the testing ground for of the course. global launch. You know, they do like a soft, get on everybody's phones and then, hey, here's the classic mode. All of a sudden your, your player base, your foundation is massive. Yeah. That's a good way if to do that it. Means, if that means they, they will get more revenue by, by people buying more packs, then they'll absolutely listen. If they yeah. don't implement that, that's the second one. But going off track, Dragon Z Dokkan Battle, which is, I believe, one of the, the most, you know, game that's bringing money, they will actually listen to the fans. And that's uh, a thing now for, for years. Hey, you want this mode? We are going to look into it, right? But we can't promise everything. Mm. But some features were actually being suggested by fans. Or is it outrage? You know, a, a, a specific character was being... It, it happened before. One yeah. character was so bad, they just complained, complained, complained because it ruined their experience. Yeah. So they came, I believe, with a fix. You know, we made it a little bit better. And there you go. And um, Pokemon Master EX, I, that game is doing, from what I see, uh, quite good. I see not many complaints. The characters are fantastic. I don't know where's the input, but I believe DNA has some kind of <laughs> input how some of these characters are made. Yeah. Gen- but, uh, generally, like, the litmus test is if you're seeing people complain about it online. Uh, yeah. You know, Pokemon Go, I've seen people complain about the way that, that the in-game economy has been handled over the last two years. I've just seen people complain about it constantly, you know. Yeah. Very rarely do you see people praise it. Masters EX, I never really see that. Only really positive things coming out of that game. So I think they're doing something right there. But, I yeah. think they're doing something very right, yeah. I, look, I think they're onto some. They're onto a good idea here. Like, I'm excited about it. Uh, a little bit disappointed that you know we may never see real versions of those cards. But as a po- like as a Pokemon collector and player, you're kind of like spoiled for choice at the moment. You know, like oh no, I can't get that one Lapras or, or Moltres. Well, I have like fifty hundred other crazy cards that are coming out this year. Anyway, it's like it's whatever. It, you know, it's this is extra, and ultimately, I think it's just a big ad as well. It's like a of way. Course. It's a way to just like have you yeah. always think about Pokemon cards and Pokemon packs. You know, yeah, absolutely. Every single day, if this app's on your phone and you're getting two packs a day, every single day you're gonna get a notification that says, "Hey, two here's packs. your new pack." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh well, yeah, packs." I like opening packs in the app. I might go open packs yeah. at a store. Bang! It's just it's. It's addicting Marketing as well. baby, bro. <laughs> yeah. And what I'm most excited uh, uh, for is an actual artwork. Like I say, uh, the, the Trophy Kangaskhan, this is actually the first ever time that we are going to see this digitally. Yeah. Right? We've seen it in the Pokemon card collection book 2000, right? That's being very expensive today. We might see some exclusive uh, Pokemon Game Boy trading card game artwork, which also have exclusive artwork in there, but very low resolution prints on mm. an actual book. Uh, you know, Illustrator, digital card, uh, in some sort of way. That is going to be, everything's now open because it's not a real deal. That's a different template, right? And that makes me very excited. Yeah. Right? And in terms of, hey, I can, we can preserve some of these old arts right now. And that is what I'm very happy of. Yeah. That's how I see this game. From preservation standpoint, nice. We we can actually enjoy the old artwork because they will again, like I said in the beginning, include classic artwork in a different jacket. Yeah, and uh, that's very hyped for me in terms of that aspect. It was a good point. It's something I hadn't really thought about too much. It's like an infinite. It's like an infinite play box now. Like they've got so much potential that they can grab yeah. from any format, whatever period um and just throw it into this you know pocket exclusive format where anything goes you know uh the god of war that's by unishida that illustration but the card is totally different to the card that was printed and released as a promo so there's no rules anymore they can just you know yeah provide new attacks that work in this format without breaking it and just use any illustration it's pretty cool you can't deny it's pretty cool. I, I think it's hard to be upset about this. Uh, 
and I don't think I've no, seen anybody. It's worth a try. Yeah. And yeah. of course, Julian, people have been in meetings for, for many weeks for this discussion, right? This is well thought out. I, I, yeah. I, I really... They were cooking. If anything, creatures indeed are not amateurs anymore. You know, the, the past no four or five years, like you said, they have been cooking really hard. And it is actually, they have done outdone their anniversary year. That's uh, something, a feat that no company... I think has ever did before. So, yeah, they are doing something right. And if you want to maintain these uh, these immersive cards, right, you don't have to make them every day, right? So, like, make them once every two weeks, one mm. card, immersive card, right, in a new set with, again, reused artwork. It is very maintainable. I just, there, there, I think there's a, a success coming there. It's my speculation. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking, though, is maybe it's just, like, a little bit too late. Like, if this is launched in, like, 2021, mm. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, man. People yeah. would have gone crazy. But then on the other side of that coin, you know, maybe they didn't have this idea or they didn't think that it was worth pursuing until they saw the massive growth of the game over the last two or three years. So, look, we got or it now. Maybe they, we got it now. Of, or, or maybe they was uh, waiting on TG Life. Uh, uh, and learn from that game, not necessarily being successful, but wait for that game to release properly and just anticipate and learn from, again, the actual game. And not necessarily from a, a, a gameplay standpoint, because DNA knows that stuff, right? Yeah. But more from a, uh, okay, how can some features from life, uh, like playing the actual game on the app, that's a whole, uh, you know, issue right because oh there's five now but there's the actual game oh we can do it uh it's better to do it three benched on on a vertical phone that's something that they probably have seen from tg life how can we improve on this live so, live gets a lot of things wrong so it's not hard to yeah to work out how to improve <laughs> upon live yeah but they got it working <laughs> they they got it working so i th- i think that's uh that, that was a stepping stone for them yeah. yeah. We could beat up on TCG Live all night, but I think um, I think we better leave it there before we go too hard. Uh, the next... Well, the next cool thing that happened in the last couple of weeks was the reveal of Crimson Haze. This is the new Japanese sets. This is going to form part of our next set after Temporal Forces, so this will probably be like one third of it. Uh, but this is coming out on the 22nd of March in Japan. It's pretty cool. It's got Blood Moon yeah, day, on yeah. the front. Same day as Temporal Forces. Which seems to be how it usually happens. I reckon if we went back and looked at the release dates around about this time, right before EUIC, it would probably coincide with another uh, with an international release. But remember, the cards from this Crimson Haze set are not going to be in Temporal Forces. So... As an international player, you won't see these until the next release, which will be a couple of weeks before NAIC. I believe if you go on Poker Garden, you'll see Zachariah's probably got opened up. What's that set rumored to be called, Zachariah? Uh, we have the uh, the Okopos set is next. That is called Mask of Change. Mask of Change. And then the next subset will be Night Wanderer in June. Wait, is this so, Japanese uh, or international? Oh, Japanese. Now, the next set is still... Uh, it, the name's known, but it's not officially revealed. It's still confidential. You can't... Oh. So, yeah, it's That's still it. confidential. What? <laughs> I thought there was... I could have sworn I read an article on Burger Guardian. Uh, Scott Divide 6. That's the... the That's it. The, oh, so we don't know what the name the place is, holder. though. We know, but it's confidential. <laughs> How can we set. know it? How can we know and then not know? <laughs> it was unofficially leaked. So we don't know. Well, no. We do know, but we can't say it. <laughs> Pick one, Fishy. man. Which one is it, bro? Scott, Scott, Divide Six. All right, let's go with that. So there, you heard it here first. Uh, the next set is going to be called Scarlet Violet Six, and that's what Crimson Haze. <laughs> the cards from Crimson Haze will be in that. One of the main cards that was pretty cool that got revealed from this set. Well, there's a few. Uh, we did get another Ace spec. What do you usually talk about in this subject? In this, in this um, um, part of the, the podcast, the, the, I don't remember. The, 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 the main details, uh, the, the cards in, in, in depth, not necessarily. Okay, because that's what I was going to do, but I didn't know if you wanted me to, to run with that. 
oh, yeah. go ahead. Let you are cook. the player. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Let me cook. Okay, cool. Because I was like getting excited. I was like, wait, do you even like how much detail do you go in? Because I was about to start cooking. Okay, okay. All right, let me cook. Okay. Well, what do you think about this? Says like, nah, I'm going to cook. Okay, I'm going for it. All right, Blood Moon Ursa Luna. So this is a really cool card. Uh, this was like the main well, Blood Moon Ursa Luna is on the cover of the set. Now, the card that they got revealed though is really cool. It's an EX. It's a basic Pokemon. It's got 260 health. And it hits for 240. So, it requires 5 energy, but its ability uh, is really similar to Radiant Charizard's in that for every prize card that your opponent has taken, the ability, or the, the energy requirement of the attack is one less. So, there's like a late game card that you can like slap down and then just smack for 240. But, because it's colorless, this has really great synergy with Lugia decks. So you may even just, this could be a, you know, an attacker in your Lugia deck early. It's just got a lot of, this is just, that's just like one example. Because it's not a Radiant though, you can play more than one of it. Uh, and you can play it in your deck and then maybe play like Radiant Greninja. So you don't have to play Radiant Charizard anymore. So it's like the same kind of card as Radiant Charizard, but a little bit different. A little bit better, a little bit worse. You know, if you get knocked out, your opponent takes two prize cards. Whereas if they knock out Charizard, then taking the one. But it's got more HP, so it's harder to knock out. It's just a really cool card. So I'm pretty excited about this set. Um, there's a few other cards seems, in here. Uh, seems good indeed for a Liga Vista deck. Yeah. Because for now we have some attacks are wide, your V. But I think this is better. I think this is better too. Yeah. This is harder to knock out. It's great in the mid game. You could use it early game if you're going for a donk. It's just, there's, there's, there's a lot of mm-hmm. applications for it. Uh, I think people kind of like suck their nose up at it at first because it's a two-prizer. And it doesn't hit for like a great number. Even the 240 is pretty good. 250 is usually like a pretty good number. But uh, you can, with ace specs, which is another ace spec in this set that got revealed, there's just a lot of applications. Again, we could talk about it for for hours. There is another cool ace spec. It is the uh, unfair stamp. So it's kind of like reset stamp, but a little bit different. So you can only play this uh, when your opponent has knocked out one of your Pokemon on the previous turn. Uh, You both shuffle your hand into your deck. You draw five, but they draw two. So you can only play one ace spec in your deck. So that's why it's so powerful uh, because you can't play this every single turn unless you get it back into your hand from your discard somehow. I can't remember if there's... Which cards? Oh, no, Darkrai V-Star puts items back into your hand. There's so many applications for these cards. They're very powerful. Uh, So this is a good card that got revealed as well. And Iron Thorns EX as well is another great one. Its ability is similar to Path to the Peak. Uh, in that Pokemon with a rule box in play don't have any abilities, but it's only active when Iron Thorns EX is in the active spot. So it needs to be up there. Uh, if it gets knocked out, obviously it doesn't work and the ability goes away. Um, so Path is gone with rotation, but we do kind of get its ability kind of back with Iron Thorns. It's good has good synergy with future decks, uh, which we're going to see a lot of, especially once Temporal Forces releases. So yeah, the first few cards that got revealed for this are pretty cool. Enhanced Hammer as well. It's got a special energy oh, from one of your opponent's back. Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't playing when this card was around, um, but it's been reprinted. So Lucky Helmet's well also I'm came told back. It's good. Yeah. I'm told the helmet's good too. Yeah. These all have seen applications in, uh, in older uh, formats. Uh, there's also Panner in there, Perrin. That's from uh, the, the, what's it called again? Uh, from Indigo Disc. From Indigo the DLC. Disc, indeed. Yeah. yeah that's. Uh, well, the, yeah, that's your I mask. Believe Steel Mask, yeah. Uh, from what I've seen, uh, this f- looks very much like the, the bloodline of Adamant from Lech Arceus. Oh, yeah, 100%. And uh, sure. that's a huge uh, <laughs> huge fan base already for it. Yeah. So uh, I think the, the SAR uh, can be higher than uh, Bianca. <laughs> I reckon. Well, this one's drawn by Naoki Saito. So yeah. usually when... Well, not always the case, but traditionally, occasionally, we should say occasionally, when um, the artist draws like the regular, su- the regular supporter... More often than not, they're drawing the full art as well. So it's been a while since we've seen a Naoki Saito full art. If he's yes. if he's back with Perrin, oh, damn, that's going to be <laughs> be a popular yeah. card. To say I the reckon. Least. There's another good card that's quite playable, or has like applications as well. Screamtail EX. So this might see some play in Lugia. You could play it anywhere, really. But uh, the attack. Sudden Shriek. You can use this attack only if you go second and only during your first turn. Prevents your opponent from playing a supporter card from their hand on their turn. So it's a good way to just disrupt your opponent on their second turn. 
the attack as well. You can discard an energy with your opponent's active Pokemon, enhanced hammer, crushing hammer. Yeah. You have eight, eight tries essentially to, to ruin your, yeah, your opponent. So there will be a lot of frustration on there. I can guarantee you that, uh, I suppose. One thing I think is just really cool with this set and the very few cards that we've seen so far is that, uh, each of the cards or the EXs at least, uh, you can see like real world application. You can see application in deck. Yeah index for them already uh, i'm liking the way that this format is heading it's it's interesting like it's it's very different to the previous format where and i guess like well sorry this current format which is kind of an, a, a a runoff effect of it having been around for so long is that it feels so solved you know it, when temporal forces comes out we're going to see a whole bunch of new cards and we're going to see rotation a lot of cards go away so naturally things are going to change but look i'm excited uh, you'd rather see cards like this than cards unlike this that look boring so it's another set another day sunrise again tomorrow we get new cards it's cool and the special archers and archers already look phenomenal there have been five uh, revealed no, six revealed yeah five archers and uh, one special archer the blueman ursuluna and uh, the fiona were revealed on their the revealed day essentially but the artists are just uh, we have uh, crazy good so good pin with pincer which is a new art as well by uh, Yukihiro Tada. Uh, we have Infernape. Uh, it's just uh, Fiona again and Blumen Osuna. We have Cramorant by Fujimoto Gold, which is also a new artist. Yep. And here's Eplin by uh, Katsunori Sato. It's just the art dress. Again, this is a whole different discussion again, but the art dress are just, I think, the best everything that they have done continuing with uh, this new generation. Yeah, seeing those artists, Fujimoto Gold... Uh, in KRGC, who's drawn the Inferno, they had like common and uncommon cards in the previous set, Wild Forces and Cyber Judge, um, but they very quickly got art res and they have done very, very well with them. So yeah, it's exciting. It's a good time to be a collector. It's such a good time to be a collector. Yeah. Like the second year is kind of where the things get like more exciting. Someone, someone left this as a, I think they left it as a comment in one of my videos, but, uh, they were saying that, you know, traditionally, like, or well, like usually like the second year, if you look at like what happened with Sword and Shield, the second year of the block is when we started seeing sets like Eevee Heroes, um, Jet Black Poltergeist, you know, uh, Rapid Strike Master. We were getting all those really cool special arts or alternate arts. This is that year for Scarlet Violet. So we very well may start getting like traditionally popular Gen 1, 2, 3, 4 Pokemon getting crazy special arts. Well, I think, do I, do I think that that will reignite the hype again? Probably not, because I think we're in a we're in a different space now. But if you if you like passionately like collecting, yeah. My opinion is that uh, I agree with you. By the way, my opinion is that one five one was already what Eevee Heroes kind of was, right? In the same set identity, right? Yeah. And, and year one as well, and it nowhere. It I think it was still very hyped, but I think it nowhere caught the same hype as Eevee Heroes. Right, Eevee Heroes and Evolving Skies is really a phenomenon. Mm. Right? It's just one five one will already it's, it's already classic. By the way, let's get that out there, but not on the same hype as Eevee Heroes. Eevee Heroes is a different kind of beast when it released. The build up to that set as well, it, it was something else. <laughs> I think uh, it will take another Eevee Heroes set. It'll probably take Eevee to Heroes too to beat Eevee Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but even then, even then, I think uh, Eevee Heroes can't beat Eevee Heroes itself anymore. It's just, yeah, it's bigger than it already is. If yeah. they if they actually did release, like, Eevee Heroes 2, yeah. I, I honestly think the same thing would happen again. I reckon I it think would. it will. <laughs> it would happen there's again. Al- there's already an Eevee Archer Teast uh, in, uh, in the Pokemon Day uh, countdown, right? There was a... An, uh, and we didn't yeah, see anything more come from that, yeah. No. There's so a couple of Eevees there. But from what I see, there's no Eevee Heroes coming this uh, this summer at least. So I don't know, maybe man. for uh I heard I heard <laughs> Nah I'm joking. I haven't heard anything about Eevee Heroes too. <laughs> if if such a set if such a set was to be released, it would have been very strategically released uh either uh when the June set or or the May set, right? But now we know what the sets are coming in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eevee Heroes released during May 
151 released during May, and now we have Mask of Change or Night Wanderer filling that we're gap. Okay. So I'm I'm yanking no. your chain, Zachary. We're not, I know we're not. <laughs> I know. Years. I know. <laughs> hey, okay. Actually, let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to Pocket because I didn't I didn't talk about this. What if right? I saw somebody tweet uh, talking about this on X. Right. That's the first time I've ever said X. By the way, I, I've I've stuck to saying Twitter and tweet, but no, I'm going to say I saw this on X. Right. I'm conforming. Uh, that I can't remember what app it is. There's some sports collecting app where maybe I'm making this up, but I'm at, okay. Just, ro- just let's just run with it. Right. Where like you can collect cards in the app and then you can like redeem them for that card. I'm pretty sure this is like, there's a, some sports app like this. So like, what if, right? Pocket, right. In, T- in Pokemon TCG pocket, you could redeem the card. There's a card that was just like so rare to get so 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 hard to get in the actual app that you could then redeem it and get like a physical version of it but then like what if they did that and they did like see like you know every um every quarter they did like oh it's the ev themed uh it's the ev themed quarter and then like you're getting all these like really cool evolutions and then there's just like one like ultra mega rare maybe like 50 or 100 of the card get distributed around the world dude the possibilities are endless if they did that that would be cool <sighs> but i think it, 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 i think that it would not happen uh, personally it's such a right it's a home run though it would yeah. it would be so good i would actually be all in on that i like exclusive things the thing is that there's more uh yeah so much complications around logistically that. yeah yeah, yeah it's, i think it's unrealistic so many variables as well right uh, oh you have japan right which is a domestic market right and then you have uh, latin america and how are you going to distribute all these cars? That's that's a a, a, a problem on its own, right? That's what it is. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why global releases are never going to be a thing, right? Because Japan has monthly releases and global has quarterly releases. No way are distributors and, and stores going to accept monthly releases. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Logistically, it's a nightmare. Yeah. And I think they're already suffering <laughs> with the quarterly release right now. Yeah. With all these products coming. But that's a different topic on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. there you go. There you have it, folks. Crimson Haynes. Yes. You can read about it on Poker Guardian. As the cards are revealed, you will see them updated on the main page there. If you're following Poker Guardian on Twitter, X, you'll see them post about them. Twan Lei will translate them as quickly as he can as well. So March 22nd, 2024, that one's coming out. Pretty cool stuff. Moving on to our next topic what's another product that's got revealed oh actually i feel like we've known about this for a while but maybe you haven't spoke about it on the podcast yet the iono premium tournament yes. collection yes hello hello hola ciao and bonjour yes <laughs> sorry i had to say that go for it man um i know you yeah, got that this, iono uh, cosplay in the background there no no, no. <laughs> not not gonna happen but <laughs> yes this is a very very highly potential product as in we know already about the morning premium collection, tournament collection, right? Juniper, uh, what more, Cyrus and Clara. And going back to that as well, some, some sort, what, what these are just like a milk carton shaped, uh, again, premium box, which include like six or seven packs or eight packs of the recent sets. And mm. in my opinion, these are incredibly highly valued. So like 39.99 USD, MSRP. And usually they will sell around that price as well. And it will include a very nice full art supporter card. And the last iteration, the Clara uh, and Cyrus t- premium terminal collection included a Clara full art card that is likely going to be ever exclusive to the Pokemon Company International. Japan never got this. They so they, this- they owned me with that. Like they knew what they were doing there. They <laughs> yeah, I, I, of course. I got sucked into that. I saw exclusive like a non-Japanese version of Clara full art, I was like, yeah. I'm in. And I bought two of those. Yes. They were 80 Australian. So I spent $160. <laughs> the seven packs I got from the box each, 14 packs, donuts. I got nothing. But I have those two full art Claras and I played them in my deck and it was good. And I'll probably do and, the same uh, again with this. <laughs> Japan never got them. And that's uh, a very nice trade material, by the way, as well. You never got them? No. Get one, dude. What are you doing? Oh no, I I, I got one myself. The the, the English Clara, but Japan oh, right, never right. got it. Oh no, That's no, no yeah, I'm Japan never got. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's going to be very nice trade material. And the same goes for this Ayono premium tournament collection. Yeah. It includes artwork, uh, the deck box from the, the Clay Burst, uh, Pokemon Center uh, exclusive box, right? Got the same artwork in there, same sleeves. Coin is exclusive, by the way, I believe. Um, and it got the exclusive full art Ayono. Can you imagine how popular and sought after this product will be in Japan? Yeah. You know what I'm doing? And I'm buying a card of this and I'm taking it to Japan, bro. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to open up a little stall outside Akihabara. <laughs> I'm going to sell them on the street. <laughs> I'll make millions. Yes. I'm not doing that. Not, not millions, but, <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be from, from that perspective, a very nice product, right? And there's a huge possibility. This will stay exclusive, right? Because they could have included that Iono easily in Shiny Treasure EX, but they haven't. Or at least in the same period, right? Never got that, that card in that set. It's nice to have Could've, exclusive things, isn't it? Yes. And uh, from the, I, I, thing is, right? With celebrations, they actually had exclusive stuff in there, which, which were specifically made for TPCI. And from there on out, it's been a, a, a train ride, right? Of exclusive products and playmats. And uh, I'm very hyped. Uh, to see this product and I think it will be up. The only downside is, let's give you some details, right? It all also got the, uh, three Iono cards with a, uh, Iono zone stamp on there. In my opinion, it's a missed opportunity that they haven't commissioned a Pokemon for a new artwork. Right? On that card? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, you're but greedy we, now, we can, you're getting greedy. We can can we complain though? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't complain here. Uh, this should be Cosmos foil as well. Um, from, from the previous iterations, that's Still an assumption. But come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Now nah, these are cool. They're a little bit. They're a little little pricey. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to get four of these. Personally, no. To get but a who knows, maybe a discount. But uh, yeah, six packs. They should. They were I think seven before and Sword and Shield. Are they cut a but pack. Yeah. God, the the value proposition is diminishing as we speak, dude. <laughs> First, reused artwork on the on the regular common. Second, no Cosmo foil. Yeah. Third, we're down to seven packs from down to six packs from seven. I'm 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 out. I'm not getting it anymore. <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't buy Juniper though. I got burned on um. I got burned on the Clara. No, but Juniper came out before the Clara one. I didn't buy the Juniper one, but I bought the Professor's Research, the Juniper Full Art, okay. from that. And I reckon I paid on average like $10 per Juniper. And that that's Australian. But the mm-hmm. the box price for that was 80 So I paid an eighth of the box price and got the best part of it. Which is crazy because it's so... It's, why would you buy the box when you could just wait to get the single? But I don't think the Iono from this will do the same thing. Or maybe it will. I don't know. It's hard to say. We know that the Marnie didn't. The Marnie Premium Tournament Connection Collection didn't because, you know, Marnie reasons. Yeah. And that was during, like, the period where we had the least, like, we had the most um, supply issues and the most demand. Maybe they just print, you know, the heck out of these and they're very readily available and the Iono is cheap as a single. Yeah, I'm not going to spend, what, 40? So, if you're going to spend 160 USD to get a playset of Iono, it's pretty crazy. You shouldn't yeah. do that. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, buy, buy, buy single. Yeah, Don't do of that. Course. But it's a cool product, nonetheless. Cool. It's always cool when you get exclusive stuff. The coin's cool. I know a guy that um, he flips coins at tournaments because, you know, most people just roll a dice, but he still flip. Well, at EUIC, he flipped a coin every time um, he was playing Lugia. Every time he played Capturing Aroma or Mesa Goza, he'd flip a coin instead of rolling a dice. And now I carry my Clara coin and I sometimes flip it. It's funny because it's a big coin. I recommend it. Cool coin. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. We have another TCG uh, player focus product that was revealed. And you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This is just a little bit too late, but I know why they released it so late. Uh, this is the Gardevoir EX League battle deck that has been revealed. So on April 19th, we will get a new league battle deck which is great because it comes with a lot of playables which is which is good if you're if you're if you're starting to play let me preface by saying well wait i was supposed to preface i was supposed to say this before i said it's too little too late but let me backtrack he's backpedaling now it's great if you're starting to play because usually this product will have a lot of really good playable cards in it 
And if I just look at the back real quickly, you're getting uh, a MUEX, which is good. You're getting a Radiant Greninja. You're getting a Luminian V. Chrysalia, that's great. There's some research in there. There's four Iono, two Arvin. Okay, there's actually really good product. Oh, no, I take it all back. This is great. Four Ultra Ball, <laughs> four Nest, you. two Artisan, three Charm, three Candy. This is actually pretty solid. The only... Down, the, the, the weakest part of it is the Guardi EX and the Curlia because <laughs> the deck's not very good post-rotation. But everything else is fantastic. Yeah. So, oh, it's actually good. Okay, this is a big tick for me. I see this as a as a collector myself, right? We had the, the, the Pikachu Zekrom Jax deck. Mm. I want definitely one deck for this and keep it sealed. Really? For, Why? For Why? It looks, it looks amazing. And it's more like a, a time capture, right? Of, hey, this is how some of the format was, right? And you have the World Championship decks and so and this and that, but this is actually a real card. And I want to keep one for myself sealed. And really? Th- I, have, I have done it with Pikachu and Zekrom GX as well. It, it looks amazing, actually like this, from a collector's standpoint. Yes. To each their own. Not to each their own. To each their own. But um, as, as a player, no. It's not something I'm interested in. Um, again, like I said, after rotation, it's going to be awkward. So um yeah yeah and and honestly right some some of this might prefer prefer a way as well I want some of these being special art right and not necessarily you know being yeah. uh, regular art yeah yeah, yeah. there's also a uh, variable <laughs> yeah I think if if you, there was like a like an alternate art of the pro, the mew oh or the guardian cool. I think like the value proposition would go up significantly yeah um yeah. It's the only reason why I say it's like really awkward with the Gardevoir X is because right now Gardevoir X as a deck is in a really awkward spot. It's like I think at the Champions League, the last Champions League in Japan, it was like less than two or three percent of the meta share, which is like a far fall from grace. Um, and it's a little bit different to the international circuit, but like that is a significant drop off. We have to see like where Gardevoir X stands as a deck. Uh, post-rotation internationally i still think it can be okay but it's going to be a while i think people have asked me before they go like what do you think of god of war like post-row and i say um it's okay but mm-hmm. they're like i've seen people be like no 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 the deck's dead like it's jova like you're never gonna play Guardi again i think the fact that this product released means that we will probably see cards down the line that will make or that will improve Gardevoir X as an archetype down the line. Maybe not till, you know, the end of the year, but... You know, you from what I hear, from what I heard is that these products are being, of course, developed well in advance. And I think it was Karl Susevich, which has uh, a hand in there to actually predict that this is going to be a properly played deck. And yeah, they have to freestyle a little bit, of course, in that yeah. sense. And... And of course, they can't just give you a full competitive tournament ready. And this is as close as they are, right? B- yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Before that, it was way watered down. And now they have like six V and EX cards. It's insane. They're really this good is- now. I, yeah, they, they are yes. really good now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're better than when I started playing, which was, you know, nearly two years ago now. I remember buying like the Italian VMAX League Battle Deck, which was like good, but it was like, it gave you like the wrong versions or like the wrong, when I say the wrong versions, like the, um, the, what's the word? Oh my God. This is bad. I was going the whole podcast. This, the, uh, I can't remember the word. It's just like the no version. Problem. The, it's like, there's like the good curlier. And then there's like the mid curlier. There's like the good rolls. And then there's like the mid rolls, right? They, the older versions of the product would give you like the mid versions of it. This one actually you're getting like refinement curlier, which is the one that you want. You're getting, Mu which you want, Luminium V, which you want. So it's just that the yeah, Guardia as an archetype is in an awkward spot. No, they they're good. Okay, I take it I take it all back. All right, fine, I'm wrong. I was wrong. It's re- it's releasing April nineteen and it's uh, thirty dollars. And uh, yes, that's about it. I think we uh, have everything now. Now nah, there's a couple more. Wait, you can't don't say that. There's another wait, there's another little topic here. What are you doing? There's a Pikachu oh. promo that got revealed in Indonesia. Oh, oh, really? Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> this is why I'm the host, and you're not, because you, you would have just ended it. Then the whole world would not have known about the Pikachu promo. Keep keeping all the promos for myself. <laughs> we know what you're up to, bro. I know what you're cooking over there. Uh, this is Pikachu's Indonesia journey. So, 
there's a new promo that is revealed. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not keeping up to date with any Pokemon releases outside of Japan or international format. So, Zachariah, I reckon you take this one and you roll with it. Yes, of course. That This this promotion uh, was, uh, was actually <laughs> being uh, uh, unofficially revealed already. Uh, this is part of Pikachu's Indonesia journey. It's a com- campaign in Indonesia. And it's more meant for, hey, this is in Asia. We have we want more tourism, and let's do it in collaboration with Pokemon. And now they have a bunch of many events planned in Indonesia uh, to celebrate again this whole campaign. And stores and and th- these events will hand out this promotion, this Pikachu and Batik shirt promo. And the the good part is doesn't cost much for uh, the the global market, but. It's, it's awesome. It's just something very nice culturally. You see again the batik shirt, which is a how do you want to say it? a cultural you know attire for for Indonesian uh, people, and I think this is so cool. Only downside is right that this is like stock art uh, for their campaign. Right, there's no this is not a, a full right commissioned uh, properly you know yeah. artist artwork. If it's, you know what I mean, right? Static. Isn't it usually like there's like a Pokemon company like art team has done these yes. like they did the like the on the ball promos as well. Yes, yes. It, it doesn't pretty... even have illustrator on the, on the name uh, on the it on doesn't. the card. Oh jeez. Yeah. Who's so <laughs> I think it's like TPC yeah. itself. Oh TPC, right? But yeah. that that's not. I think it's awesome. First of all, that they are going to do this, right? We already saw it with uh, Pokemon in Taiwan mm. promo, also Great exclusive uh, artwork. Before they haven't, you know, there was a cool. Singapore. Yes, there you go. <laughs> but before that, we had a Pokemon Center Singapore, which had sleeves released, but not a promo, right? So I was quite disappointed that they didn't make a promo for that because they, they easily had a reason to, right? Mm. Uh, now, uh, you see these exclusive releases and uh, I'm all down for it. And I can't see more of this coming up. And it's way easier to do in Asia, right? Because promo company has full uh you know coverage and they they are they are essentially the ones that are behind this right mm. um TPCI, As in like the distribution is easier yes yes yeah. the, the the sites are hosted by tpc right in japan everything is hosted at tpc headquarters so uh, that is um and probably some people are responsible for those uh, countries right of course yeah. they are signed likely to that yeah this is awesome I, I can't wait to see more. Uh, we already see Singapore, Malaysia, uh, what more? All these uh, other Asian countries having exclusive stuff, right? There, I believe um, Singapore or Malaysia had uh, an exclusive uh, Iono card and uh, in English as well, but stamped with the, the uh, Asia Championships. Yeah, uh, 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 stamp, which is insane. I'm so exotic up, as well. I'm looking up the last Australia exclusive promo, and I think it was the EB Games Charmander. And like, yes, yeah, I just better too. <laughs> it's like it's cool. Like it's just, but it's just like the 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 same stock art, like the same art from Mob Flames with a stamp on it. I would love to get stuff like this. I'd love to get stuff yeah. like this. We don't get it here in Australia, but. <laughs> I, I can't complain with uh, the Vahoch promo. <laughs> that's uh, that's my. Uh, I can't really complain anymore, right? Mm. But uh, for my country, but uh, yeah, I, I would be. Why cool is that, Zachariah? Why? Why is that? What promo did you get recently? What do you mean? <laughs> Don't play coy with promo. me. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 nothing, nothing special. <laughs> How many of those you got in the, the wardrobe I don't know. there? I have no idea, but oh, uh, definitely not one. <laughs> no, I I uh, went to the store a couple times, of course, right. Uh, it's funny because I know the the management uh, of some of the, uh, one of the local stores here. It's a nice community, right? Yeah. But um, other than that, right. Uh, also, uh, a different discussion is um, the 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 latest game that was announced, Legends ZA, mm. right? This was a Pokemon Center party, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't see it but that's a huge opportunity right um, there could be a new worlds in Paris or France 
It could be New Pokemon Center in Paris or France. Because again, the game is based on Lumino City, which is based on France or Paris, I believe. Yeah. So there's also a huge opportunity there. Um, let's see what they will bring. But this specific promo, uh, definitely nice. Uh, I think this is not the last time we're seeing exclusive promos like these. And uh, I hope they do honestly more of these campaigns throughout yeah. Asia. That's just uh, amazing. They and keep it's doing them. To get. They keep doing them. I'll keep overpaying for them. <laughs> to, to yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker. Yeah. It it doesn't uh, cost much, right? Um, the less, less they told um, you get a a card in every Pokemon event in your city, and not even events only, but also in your favorite store. So there's going to be a lot of them, from what I read. So no. don't overpay for it. But don't yeah. tell me what to do. If I want to overpay for it, I'll have- <laughs> do what you want. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. No, no, I'm playing with you. I'm playing with you. I'm sorry, man. I should be more serious. I got to be more serious when I get on the Pokemon podcast. But let's be serious. This is how you and I mostly talk, anyway. So you know. Yes. You know, I'm correct. I'm not going to be someone that I'm not when I'm on your podcast. I'm sorry, dude. This is, this no, is um, you get me for me. <laughs> of course. No, and if you want to see more like this, uh, and uh, even more extreme, go on uh, OK Jailer's YouTube channel, of course, and uh, you can watch uh, him uh, doing his uh, thing on this channel. That's it, man. And I uh, think with that, we are going to uh, end this uh, this episode. I hope you've all enjoyed it. And, I had a good time. Uh, least, Did you? Uh, I had a great time. I had an amazing time. I would have actually should liked have done to that. talk more. Yeah, we should have done. We should have done this earlier, and <laughs> we should do this more often as well. I feel. I yeah. feel like we've left stuff on the table. Like of I just. Course. There's more I want to talk about on TCG Pocket. Should we keep going? I'm joking. We got to end it here. <laughs> your face. Maybe on your. Ch- maybe maybe on your channel. Maybe on your channel. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. We'll continue there. Now, nah, but thank you for having yes. me, Zachariah. Uh, it was a blast. Same here. Thank you everybody for tuning in for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode of the Power Guardian podcast. Of course, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all your preferred podcast uh, platforms. And again, thank you for having me. Uh, for for Thank you, no, Julian. You, you for- had me. <laughs> yes. You had me. This is your podcast. <laughs> yes, I almost forgot. You run this thing, dude. <laughs> Have a nice day, everyone. Goodbye. See you, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>